Hello, folks. Welcome to Caffeinated Humor. You know, there's something just annoying about people. And I, I, I got to preface this with this little disclaimer here. I never get pissed off about politics. I get pissed off about the people who claim to be into politics. And I don't mean the politicians. They're like watching gladiators fighting in a pit. That's their arena. That's where they kill and be killed. I'm talking about the people that put them there. And regardless of party, you're going to find the most ignorant, haven't listened to a goddamn thing their candidate has said. But they'll they'll freak out about what the other guy says, specifically the wording. And you can find this on both sides of the aisle. Where, well, he said this, and this is that's unacceptable. And then they'll hear something. There's a thing they do on uh, a couple of the different channels. They'll ask college students, people at conventions, different people, they'll give them a quote and attribute it to the politician they don't like. And they'll say, do you think that's rude? Do you think that's wrong? Do you think it's racist? Do you think it's sexist, ageist, whatever? And almost always, it is immediately, oh my God, I can't believe they said that. And then they'll say, oh, and by the way, your candidate said that. Oh, well, I'm going to have to look that up. And it's like, in other words, they don't believe it. And even if they do get shoved, you know, with it down their throat, it's like, meh, no big deal. Whether it's a comment, a racist comment from the current POTUS about segregation or, you know, the previous president, you know, grabbing by the pussy. You can find shit about all of them that they've done wrong, that they've said wrong. Dennis Miller put it best. I require from my president what I require from my gardener. Do your job, do it well, and don't stare at my wife too long. It's shocking how much of politics boils down to just that. Just do your fucking job. I don't care if you're corrupt. There used to be a governor, I forget his name, but it was, I think he was in Alabama. And he was corrupt. But... If you paid him off to get the contracts to resurface the roads, those better be great fucking roads. He did get his payoffs, but he also made sure the machine worked. And that's kind of where we're at with modern politics. They're all corrupt. It doesn't matter who it is. But if they're going to be, if they're going to scam everybody and play the game that they play to get there, do the job. You know, if you're a senator or you're in the leadership or you're a a congressman, do your job. Don't sit there on your hands and, well, I don't like the president, so I'm not going to do something. Or I like the president. That's the only reason I'm doing this. It's like, you know, be corrupt as you want to be. You know, I'm willing to look the other way for the sex scandals, for the money laundering, all that crap. Just do your job. I think if they actually did it, we wouldn't bitch so much. Can you imagine this incredibly well-functioning Congress that passed bills, did all the stuff that they're supposed to do, built new roads, new schools, bridges, big public works things that employ thousands of people. And then you find out, well, they're scamming a couple hundred thousand, maybe a few million here and there. Okay, good. I'm fine with it. Corruption exists in politics. You know, trying to admit that it doesn't is ridiculous. But the people that vote for. See, that's why I kind of love election time, because I don't watch the candidates. That's the boring part. I like watching the people. 
all the way from the people that are barely affected by it, the ones that are like, oh, is there an election? Well, who's running? I don't know. All the way up to the people that are willing to die for it. You know, political satirist P.G. O'Rourke wrote a book once called Republican Party Reptile, and he was touring the world about looking into politics. And he was in South Korea, and he said he's watching a a rally for a candidate who is wildly ahead in the polls. This woman is not going to lose. But at her rally, one of the people that was cheering for her bit the end of his finger off and wrote her name on his white sweater. That's a dedicated uh, constituent. I guess that's what you'd call it. <laughs> and, you know, just the site of serial killer. But it is fascinating. And yet we are the most disaffected. We supposedly have the most aggressive citizenship in terms of our freedoms and the things we have. But I think in modern times, we've become this incredibly lazy where everybody thinks, oh, I'm involved. No, you're not. You're ignoring shit from your own candidate that the other guy's doing. You know, all you're complaining about is the other guy because he's on the other side of a line, an imaginary line that we invented. What if we did away with all the parties and then whoever came up was just, hey, here's my beliefs. Here's what I want to do. Here's my platform. And you would actually go by, ooh, make them anonymous, no picture. You don't know if they're male or female. They have a, a number. And all you can do is just read the material that they have. Have news commentators read. Candidate 105B. He's in favor of building new schools. He's in favor of you know tough supply-side economics. He's planning on doing this with China and this with Afghanistan. And then in the end, we all vote for whoever had the better platform instead of the popularity contest. And popularity based on the weirdest shit. Think about who was class president when you were in high school and how hate, how much you hated them. And that is what kind of rolls us into today's episode. Good morning. We're perfect on today's caffeinated humor. Time for a retro quote. My teeth itch. That is my phrase for extreme irritation, like a piece of mental grit that gets in there like an oyster and will eventually become a pearl. Let me set the scene. They are about 40, but a well-kept health club slash Pilates slash tanning booth spray tan 40. They're dressed in sweats and hoodies, but practically new and not cheap sweats at that, like those Lululemon $400 sweats. The teeth are expensive and just a shade too bright, the kind of teeth you expect to glow in the dark. She's not beautiful, but she does exude that well-moneyed Euro plainness that comes across as hot when you throw a crapload of money at it. I've seen this couple in here several times and even sat with them at the big table when there was nothing else available at Starbucks. I have listened to their conversations not once, not twice, but several times. And it's always about the same thing. Shit they own. The first time I saw them, they were giggling like school kids, talking about the Mercedes they were picking up later that day. Two brand new S-Class matching cars like bookends. Now for some, that alone's enough to hate them. I have a long-standing issue with Mercedes. I mean, they're possibly the finest cars made on the planet, but I can't quit calling them Euro trash, and there's a story there. 
I've had run-ins with the Mercedes Corporation before. Now, the second time I ran into them, they were discussing putting the house on the market. His comment? You would think that on the Strand in Manhattan Beach would be worth more than it than 6.9. It finally hit me that he meant millions. Now, the Strand in Manhattan Beach is Manhattan Beach, California. The Strand is a bike path that's in between these incredibly expensive houses and the sand of the beach. So if your patio is there, you walk across 10 feet of concrete and you're in the sand. It's ridiculously expensive. I know somebody that just recently had a house sold there and it was about 12 to 13 million. And that is not the most shocking statement of their whole discussion. In the end, they came to the conclusion that they would hang on to the Strand House and just buy another one. Then they can sell the Strand House once the economy recovers. But, and this is the reason I hate them, they're dumb. I don't hate them for being the elitist shitheads that they are. I mean, I find that only really annoying. I hate the ignorance of the following discussion. And a quick sidebar here. This was just after the... Uh, it was the Obama administration just after the second, the beginning of the second uh, four years. Now, they were talking about the coming inauguration when Mr. Elita Shithead gave this opinion. You know, I'm still reeling from the whole tax hike on high-end incomes. I mean, I voted for him twice and then he springs this shit on me. What the hell? Oh, where do I start? I do my best not to go political here, fail at as, as I may on occasion, but I have made some effort. But the springs this shit on me comment forced my hand. First of all, the POTUS, specifically and in general, they never spring anything on anybody, dumbass. They mention it during their campaigns, and then if they're decent politicians, they follow through with it. I mean, this is what I was talking about a second ago. I don't care if you're a corrupt politician. I do hope that you do what you tell people that you're going to do because that's why they vote for you. Whether I like the candidate or don't like the candidate, I hate a cheaply bought politician. And cheaply bought means they don't stay bought. You know, they bought your vote and then they didn't do what you told them they were going to do. Or no, they didn't do what they told you they were going to do. Now... Joe the Plumber, that was all about this. Over the course of the next hour, I listened to these two talk about their disappointment with the POTUS and how he had somewhat recently decided to do all this unpleasant stuff. And none of the things they mentioned was anything that was not announced during the first campaign, during the first four years. Regardless of what party you belong to, you have a tendency to look down on people from the other side. But these two are really worthy of the ignorant title. And for the record, I don't belong to either party. Haven't for a long time. And when it comes to, for the most part, the electorate, electorate? Electors. Fuck it, the people voting for people. That's where the ignorant title truly comes in. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Doesn't fit, but I like that phrase. Time for coffee.